Back to the Race Rowdy podcast, guys. Yeah, you're you're here in uh, the luxurious Northfield, Ohio area. Yes, it's snowing outside. Yeah, and my guest is Miss Ashlyn Crass. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How you doing? Good. So, uh, I think, like I said, the first time we met was right around this time last year. Yeah, it's been like almost exactly a year. Yeah. Since I moved to Nashville in general, and I know that was when I right first then. moved to town when I met you yeah and all the other guys yep so we uh we were down for crs country radio seminar yeah which is super fun it's about to roll back around yep just, i'll be back i just got put on the this this year's with hardy so yeah we'll be at, there we got the tickets ballroom. we just pumped. we had like 10 of our friends all buy tickets for that <laughs> oh, so yes. you'll see a lot of this logo in I the crowd love. Party <laughs> is so good yeah so yeah, you got a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. So More right than now, I've ever even realized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you talking about that Hardy show in Nashville? Yes. Which I think will be super cool because there's always surprises when it's in Nashville. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Home base. Yeah. And then plus Hardy just I saw him at Cannery Ballroom a while back. It's only been like a couple months, but he just puts on a really good show. Killer show. I'm such a sucker for like the live the live aspect of things that is that is where my heart lives myself too and that's kind of most of the people that will be listening to this live in that same world too yeah so yeah you got that and then right now we're on the road and you're uh out on a pretty pretty big tour i would say so (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy i like god i got the call from morgan um it's been how long ago now i don't even know but it was only six months after i lived in town yeah and it was so cool that he he personally called me and invited me to go on tour, and here we are, just trying to look like we know what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's my first one ever. This is, this is your first like first tour ever. Dude, that's period. awesome. Yeah. Well, this is a good one to start on. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm, I would not change it at all. Good people, uh, Langston, John Langston, too. Uh, that's oh, that's our dude as well. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> you guys are a, a solid collection of uh, good timers, I'd say. I would. I would <laughs> definitely agree with that statement. <laughs> But yeah, we uh, so you guys are doing back to back shows here in Ohio, and yeah. it was cool seeing you and Morgan on stage together singing and singing I'm, a song together. I'm like, how does this even happen? <laughs> because it's so funny. Like I remember, he's one of the very few people that I've listened to on the radio and been like, man, I just I would love to do a a song with him one day. Yeah, just because his voice is so powerful and live is so much more clean than you would ever even expect. Yeah, and he he just. He knows what he's doing, yep. and he's got a voice for it. So I'm, I'm like, and if, mind blown that I get to share the stage with him for yeah. one song. You know? Yeah, it's so cool. And it's like you said, it's it's a, it's a big like when he tapped you on the shoulder and said, "Hey, like that's a big feather in your cap." You know what I mean? Because yes. he he could get whoever he wanted on tour. And, so. and that's that's the crazy thing. I'm like, are you sure you want to take <laughs> us on tour? When you've never been on one. He start he believes in us. For some reason, and hopefully uh, we've gave him, you know, reinforcement for those reasons. Yeah. Re- like so far, so I think I think we're 
holding our own pretty well, which is really exciting. Absolutely. I was really curious how we were going to do. And we had one of the front of house guys come up and was like, it was Morgan's front of house guy who does ours too. And he was like, yeah. dude, y'all get better every time. And I'm like, good. That's good to know. That means we're doing something right. Yeah. Yep. If you're getting worse, there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about like you coming up. So like, how did you get into music and uh, things like that? Throwing it back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go old school. Honestly, so I tell everybody music has been something I've just known from day one. Like there's, I don't ever remember a time that I didn't know or love music. Like yeah. it's always been something that I knew was going to have a big impact on my life. Yeah. And then I grew up singing in church. Um, and that was just kind of like my first ever real experience singing in public. And then, um, let's see, I did talent shows and all that stuff, you know, in school. Yeah. Um, and then graduated high school, went to hair school actually, which a lot of people don't know. <laughs> so I have my cosmetology license. So you can cut my hair. I can sing to you and cut your hair. Same yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so went to school, got my cosmetology license and right after I graduated from there, um, I, I actually auditioned for The Voice twice before, um, and then the third time, right after I graduated hair school, I sit in a video that time, and then they call me back for private audition, and then the next thing I knew, I was in like live rounds at The Voice, yeah. and so that was all a whirlwind, and then uh, that ended, and then I took like some time off to really figure out, okay, what's the next move? Yeah. And then moved to Nashville. And yeah. then ever since then, I'm telling you, literally, I feel like ever since I was like stepped foot in that town, it's and I, it's just crazy because I know it really doesn't ever happen like this. But it's just like I've it's been one thing after the other, and I've just stayed so busy. And so like I, I feel like I haven't really had time to stop and breathe. But yeah. honestly, it's the coolest thing ever to, to be able to do what you love like right off the bat. Because yeah. I really genuinely thought like once I moved to town, I was like, it's gonna take me a year and a half or two years before I even get anybody's attention. And so, but I just came in town and I worked my butt off and I wrote and met Jonathan Singleton. I mean, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bradley Jordan, he's somebody I feel like that's very, very significant. And you've yeah. probably heard his name a million yeah. times. But that's just how much like of a big, or that's how big of an impact he's made yeah. in my life. Like, he, he was like, you got to meet this guy. I didn't know anybody in the songwriter world. I didn't really care about songwriting. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'm just going to buy songs when I get to town. Because I thought I, I sucked at songwriting. So, But Jonathan was like, you got to meet Bradley. You got to meet you know, Eric Dillon, all these other people. And I was like, okay. I mean, I didn't really know how much of a, how, how like important they were in the music yes. world. And then everybody's like, oh, my gosh, you get it right with them? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, it's I a, think, yeah. <laughs> it's, that's one of those things where it's like, it's yeah, like those guys' time is super valuable. Yeah, and, and you're like, you get, you're gonna spend it with me. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's that's a again, that's a tribute to what they they see in you, right? Yes, I so just try real hard to show how much I love music. So yeah, hopefully that shows through. Yeah, and uh, so I was as I was talking to Jonathan uh, yesterday. Yeah, you know, I got to BS with him a little bit. We were talking about you and just that he's trying to collect great people and he sees it in you, you know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, he has friends that, that told him to look at this person yeah. or look at that person. And that's how you guys connect it. It's insane. Like, I, I just, I don't know. Like when they, when they saw, told me like, Hey, we want to give you a publishing deal. I was yeah. like, what? What's a publishing deal? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, you can get paid to write songs pretty much. And I was like, Oh, I mean, that sounds something I like something I do you yeah know? 
So it's just been so cool to learn all these people and and learn their different riding styles. And I yeah. think that's what's the most entertaining is because I feel like the outside world, including myself, thought that there is only like one way to do things, but it's really however whatever makes you tick, like everybody has their own different way of doing things. So yep. It's just so cool to see like legends, in my opinion, they're legends. Yes. Do their work. Yeah. You know, and be a part of that. Yeah, and guys that you that you didn't know they wrote a song, but they yeah. wrote some of your favorite songs exactly. on the radio. And now like, I look at every single song that comes on, I'm like, yeah. this sounds like a Jonathan Singleton song. Yes. It's funny you can, you can hear, hear it. it. Yeah. I'll go to like Spotify song info or something yeah. like that. Yep. And I'm like, Oh, there he is. There it is. And it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's, if you're talking about, like, rise, right? Like, your rise has been quick. And it's cool to see. And that's because you have the right people in your corner. For sure. Right? So I could not have done this without them. Yeah. You got sure. a good pub deal now. You got a good, great management team. Yes. You're, uh, how did you, how'd you guys meet your management team? Um, through Bradley. Yeah. Uh, Bradley had been working with Cappy kind of behind the scenes before I even knew Cappy was part, which... It's Chris Cappy. Sorry. Yeah. Not everybody knows. But. People know Cappy. <laughs> yeah. People know Cappy. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, so Bradley and Cappy were working together behind the scenes to kind of help me out right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I think Bradley was trying to get me to the point where I was ready for management. Yeah. And so he finally was like, okay, I want you to meet Cappy. And I was like, the Cappy? <laughs> who, who calls Cappy? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I get to meet him. And yep. then I met him, and he's like every other normal guy. And my biggest fear moving to town, I was, I was always like, who am I going to work with? You know, yeah. Are they going to be genuine people? Are they going to be honest? Are yep. they going to be trustworthy? You know? Yep. And I could not have lucked out with the, a better team. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody, Cappy. And then Cappy introduced me to Sophia. Yep. And Bradley was like, I really think you're going to like her. And I was like, okay. I did, had no clue what you know, the plan was. And so now I think Sophia and Cappy co-manage me. And Sophia yeah. is so cool because I never, I really only work with a bunch of guys. Yeah. And so I was like, hmm, a girl manager. I wonder how that's going to be. And it's been the best, coolest thing ever. Yeah. Because she's right near my age too. And yeah. so it's just really cool. It's like having a sister almost. Yeah. Which I've never, I have two brothers. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that, but. Yeah, she's, it, it's a. Uh... It's probably good to get another woman's perspective on stuff and have that in your in your world. Yes. You know, so. it's very nice because especially when I'm getting ready for shows, I'm like, does this look okay? Because guys are gonna be like, yeah, it looks fine. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, wearing a navy and black, but it's fine. I'm I'm such a big like, don't wear a navy t-shirt with black. I don't know why the guys make fun of me for it but i have a uh i know people that are like that with black and brown but i'm like black and brown go together that doesn't bother me <laughs> yeah some people are like that though and i'm like hats boots like look at everything there's black and brown on all of it leather yeah yeah <laughs> but oh, well. yeah let's talk about so if you're talking about your your music that you've been yes. releasing I would say, like, if you listen to your first project, like, you you hear you hear it, but then these last four songs are like a very big step up. Yes, and it's great to hear that progression, progression right? Yeah, that for me as well. I mean, yeah. like I said, I've never considered myself a songwriter, and then seeing it go from point A, "Kiss Me When You're Sober," yeah. which is a song that I wrote with one of my best friends back home. Yep. To go from that to "Good Old Girls," which is I wrote with Rob Snyder and Josh Phillips. Yep. Which is like the music that I grew up on, that whole feel. Yeah. And to be able to like put out something that sounds 
like that 90s, early 2000s country. Yeah. It's like one of my biggest accomplishments. <laughs> and I think it fits your voice extremely well, too. You yeah, know, like and it's your just sound. like, it's back to the roots. Yeah. And so that's, it's just all of it. Like you said, it's so cool to see the progression and see the different writing styles. And I have a lot more music coming out that I'm yeah. really excited about. And I like, I have so many different influences, but my goal, you know, once I release hopefully an album very soon is that, there's something for everybody, no matter what you listen to. Yeah. I hope that in some way, like, my music can bridge the gap, you know? Yeah. But in a country, edgy, rock kind of way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're talking about your vibe, right? Like, yes. I think that's a good representation of what you are on stage Thanks. and what you are <laughs> in your life. Uh, yeah. I love that shirt that says Kick Rocks Cowboy. Yes. That's, it's <laughs> I, just that trend. picture. I love it. It's crazy. I love it. Everybody, like, I've had some people message me and they're like, we say that all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> good, because I hopefully I'm, I'm, we got a song oh, coming yeah. out. Yeah. So we're excited to be putting that out. Oh, snap. Yes. That's awesome. It's going to be called Kick Rocks Cowboy. So, <laughs> God. Yeah, it's excited. a, it, I think that's an iconic, like, look, too, for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, from the from the cover. Yeah, it's, the girl that cool. actually designed the T-shirt, she sent it to me for like a photo shoot, and then little did I know it was gonna be kind of like an iconic little picture, I guess, for me. Yeah. But I think that's kind of it. Really describes my attitude, in my opinion. Like, and it, I'm I'm very much like a independent, like don't need no man type girl, I guess. Yeah. Just because I think I, it's just because I've been single for two years and. I've really gotten the opportunity to see what I can do when I really focus on myself. Yeah. And so it's just cool to have that like attitude. Like I can tell somebody, like kick somebody to the curb if they're not, if they're yeah. not cutting it, you know? So yeah. <laughs> fellas, watch out. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about the other songs you got too. Like, so they always do. Pretty one. pretty solid songwriters on that one too. Jonathan, yes, yep. <laughs> of course. Jonathan Singleton and Ray Fulcher. Yep. Um, I was really excited to have Ray on that one because we had written it a few a few times in the past, and mm. I think it was more for. I, don't, I think it was I was just kind of more in the room just to kind of get the feel of what Ray does and stuff, and and then finally when me and him and Jonathan sat down and wrote that song, he it was Ray's idea, and we were like, okay, where do we go with that? They always do. And it just came together, and it's been one of, like, my staple songs on Spotify and yeah. iTunes and all that stuff now. And we were playing it, actually, on the road, and then we our set is 25 minutes, so we, yeah. we had to kind of choose between that one and Good Old Girls. But yeah. but uh, we'll play it every now and then. And Maybe you play it in Hardy. We'll see it there. Yes, yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, we'll, we'll definitely bring it back for that. And, yeah. And then hopefully once we... If we get on more tours, if we get longer slots, yeah, we'll definitely yeah. try to play all of all of them because I love all of them. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah, that's the hard part is like figuring out what's right and like what's gonna be mm -hmm. the best with the crowd yes. and yeah, that's a huge aspect. Of yes, it. for sure. Like knowing your audience because if you're opening up for Ashley McBride, it's not the same. Right. Like song, you probably pick is if you're opening for Morgan. Yeah. You know, and there's a, there's a literal science to it, and I was telling somebody last night that is my favorite part of music, is figuring out what people like, what people don't like, what gets people moving. Yep. Um, so that's I think that goes back to what I said about the live aspect of things, 
I love reading people and saying, okay, they're not feeling this. And then yeah. trying out something different and being like, okay, this works. You yeah. know? Yeah. And there's just a, a science behind it. And people don't realize there's that much that goes into it. But in reality, you've, we as music, musicians really have to be observant. Yes. And, and break down every little thing in order to put on the best show we possibly can, you know? Yep. Paying attention to fans mm-hmm. and their interactions online. Yeah. But more importantly, at the live show. Yeah, in person. Because yeah. that's when you really see it. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I, you you hook them there, and fans hopefully they'll be fans for life. For yeah. life, you know. Yeah. And that's why I love going out and standing at the merch table. I'm like, I don't care if I'm out there for an hour. Yeah. I I want to meet everybody I can because these people are going to be buying my music. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm like, why why wouldn't I want to go out there and meet the people that are paying my bills? You yeah. Know? Like that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> I love it, and people are just it's so cool to hear people's stories and and hear them connect to my songs because yeah. you know when you write, you're really kind of. Honestly, writing for you, I mean, for me, it's therapy, and it, it kind of, all of my songs have come from a place of, you know, some kind of experience for me. Yeah. And so, it's just weird and cool at the same time to see how your same situation could just easily be something somebody else is going through, and they're like, I'm so freaking happy you wrote this song. Like, they always do. Yeah. I have girls quoting it all the time, because getting their hearts broken, I'm like, girl, it's... It's going to get better, you know? That's all you can say is... and But it's cool to see them relate yeah. so well to that, you know? Yeah, it was cool seeing you because uh, some of your girls were out in town, Farron yeah, and, and Casey, Casey Tyndall. Yeah, so it was cool seeing you, like, rocking out, listening to the other bands play. Yeah. And then all the fans, like, realizing it was you. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> It's funny, too, because, like, all three of you guys are fantastic singers, and in different situations, each of you would be the one that's, like, taking the pictures, you know? Yeah, But it's cool to see you guys all supporting each other. I was really thankful that they kind of, like, took me in. When I moved to town, I really just hung out with my band because I'm very much a homebody anyways now, especially. I just love to relax, stay at home, mind my own business. (laughs) And, uh... (laughs) I, the girl I've always struggled with finding good girlfriends. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've had some back home. It's just I think I've I've I don't know. A lot of people, a lot of times you run into people who have kind of ulterior motives of why they want to be your friend. And I think once I met Farron and Casey and and Lainey yeah. and all those all that bigger girls Megan, like they just kind of took me and was like we're we're the no bullshit group you know. Like, yeah. We're we're friends for a reason, and it's been so cool just to ha- like be able to trust in them and confide in them, and have them show me the ropes. Especially before tour, I was getting so much advice yeah. from them, and I'm like, you know, you don't have to share this with me, but you do. Yeah, they're helping you so that some mistakes that they made their first tour, they're helping you try to not make. Those. Yeah, and it's so been, it's honestly been one of the biggest helps to hear it from people who have been through it. So I'm so thankful for those girls. Yeah. They've been the best blessing so far about moving to town. Yeah. And I know we talked briefly about this last night, but you're cutting one of my favorite country yes. songs. Trainwreck. I which am. uh Randy Montana, Channing Wilson yes. and uh I'm sorry you guys didn't get to, but I got to hear a little <laughs> sneak peek of it. <laughs> yes. No, that is um, and the little, a little backstory on that. Sorry, I know I don't like run my mouth. But, oh, you're uh, good. Uh, I had no clue who Channing Wilson was. I, I didn't know Randy either, honestly. I didn't know that he had released a song already. Um, again, because I was very new to the whole songwriting world. Yeah. And if it wasn't on the radio, chances are I probably hadn't really heard it. Yeah. Um, well, and that 
came out in 2014. So yeah, you were like, it's been a while. Yeah, you were like 10. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I was just, you said 2014? Yeah. I was just graduating high school then. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Um, but Bradley Jordan put me on a show with Channing Wilson, and I was like, I have no clue who this guy is, but Bradley has a reason for everything. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. He is the one of the smartest men, smartest men, smartest mm-hmm. men I know in the, the industry. And so he put me on that show. I opened at Eddie's Attic, like I said, and, and next thing I know, Channing comes out and he like just blows me away, <laughs> blows me away. I was like, where did this guy come from? Yeah. And then it was like one of his last songs. I think it was either his last song or his second to last. He played the song and I was like, jaw on the floor the whole time. Yeah. It just all struck. I was dead, like locked on him the whole time, which is not something I normally do. Like, I like he just commanded the room with that yeah. song, and and I felt like the heartbreak, and and so it's funny because I didn't know Randy released like a faster version. So I asked Channing, I was like, "Do you mind if I, you know, make a work tape of this song and send it to you?" And he was like, "No, that's fine." And so I I did it, and he was like, "Well, I'm actually considering cutting myself." But a year went by, and um, sorry. <clears throat> but uh, a year went by and then on my birthday of this past year we ran into each other he said hey whatever and then that night he texted me and he was like I think you should like cut train wreck I was like are you serious yes and so for a year leading up to that Bradley was like man I wish we got train train wreck train wreck train wreck and then he throws it in my lap and I'm like oh my gosh this is a lot of responsibility (laughs) it's like holding a child it's like what do I do with this well (laughs) and and that's like I think it's kind of cool that like for example like Morgan with cover me up you know so like a great country song we we didn't have for the longest time a hundred artists would cut the same track right in old country yeah and they called it a standard yeah so it's kind of neat to see some songs get new life like train wreck, I feel which like that is, doesn't really happen anymore. It doesn't. So it's kind of neat. And and again, like I think like Morgan's helping make that okay. Yeah. And like Isbel's like, dude, I like that he's, he's bringing a, he's, new life to this. Yeah, he's yeah. all in on it. Plus he's getting checks, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm about to say, yeah. I mean, it's a win-win situation. Yeah. And I know there was some like fans that didn't really care for the fact that you know he redid it, but I think it worked for, well for the both of them. And, and he yeah, crush crushes, yeah. crushes. Every song. night you see it, him play it live, it and the whole crowd's old. nuts. Yeah, yeah. So we saw it on the the Luke Combs tour. We were in the pit, and oh, like nice. just watching that light up, like yeah. the like everybody's phones out, you and know. Every, and last night even, yep. some guy was like, "Is he gonna play it tonight?" And I was like, "I don't know." You know, I never <laughs> want to give it away. Yeah. So Mike, you'll just have to wait and see. And so when he started playing it, they were like, "Yeah, <laughs> you said it." <laughs> but so that's why I'm so excited for Trainwreck because. And I even got, you saw me get emotional as crap last night. We were talking about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not an emotional person. I normally don't. It takes a lot for me to cry. But I think last night, thinking about how much, like, they trusted me to do that, like, bring, like you said, bring new life into that song. Yeah. I felt like it was such an honor, especially from them, them two being who they are, you yes. know? Yes. Yeah. So I got to, I cut it in a little bit different way than Randy did. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited to share that with people, yeah. you know. And I've got Channing doing background vocals yes. on it, which is which I love because you can still hear his voice distinctly on some parts um, in yeah. the song. 
and I'm just so excited for people to hear it. And I know yeah. everybody's been excited to know that I'm cutting it, which I didn't even know it was that big of a deal in, in town. Yeah. So it's yeah, been that. cool to see people get excited about it again, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those songs that, like, when you heard playing out, or, like, you heard Channing play it or if you or Brandy played it, you're like, that's yeah, a good one. Yes. <laughs> you know? it's, it's just, uh, I'm such an imagery person. Yeah. And I just see that whole song play out like a movie in my head. Yes. And so yeah. I think that's when you know it's good songwriting. Yes. Yeah, those are the best ones. Yes. Right? When you can when you can see it in your brain. Yeah, you it's know? like a movie. Yep. Yep. I, I love it. I'm the same way. I'm, yeah. That's that's the experience. Like I say, like a, a very good song can make me feel something. It'll put you right there in the moment. Right. Too. But a, a great song can make you feel everything. Yes. You know? And that's the difference between something that's solid and has value still, mm-hmm. or something that like really moves people, right? You know. Yeah, and you'll and those songs you'll know it when you hear it. And yeah. For me, that definitely it was one of those songs for me. Like yeah. you know, just hearing that, I was like, I have to, I have to have the song. Yeah. I have to cut it. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's cool to see your your star starting to shine, oh. and uh, <laughs> all the you. all the great stuff in your world since I've seen you last. It has been exhausting, but it has been the best kind of exhausting yes. ever. You know, like. Yeah. Like I said, I, I really don't feel like I've gotten a chance to breathe since I moved. Yeah. But I mean that in the most amazing, like, exciting way because I know it doesn't always happen like that. Yeah. And I came here to work, and I, I've worked my butt off. And I've, I mean, I would say, I would think that by getting on this tour and I feel like I kind of proved myself at least a little bit, yeah. showing how much I wanted it, you know? Yeah, so, and now it's work to get where you want to be. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, now it's just a big old... I this mean, is it's, the start. It's, it's a party out here, but yep. it's also... people. I feel like people kind of mis- mistake tour for being all fun, 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 fun all yeah. the time. And it is, but it's hard keeping, like, taking care of yourself too, you know? Uh, yeah. Getting sleep, and I think I'm excited about today because we got to sleep in for the first time. <laughs> I can't tell you how long. <laughs> So, yeah, but was I really sleeping in when we were at Denny's at 5 in the morning? Yeah, I'm about to say, <laughs> I just want y'all to know, listening, we went to Denny's at 5 o'clock this morning. Like, we saw each other about six hours ago. Yeah, that, was a, that was a fun night. God, we had the was, crew. <laughs> that was fun. It's always an adventure with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, um, let's uh, tell everyone where they can follow you on social media and stuff too so they can yeah. keep up if they don't already yeah so I'm literally on every single social media under Ashland Craft A-S-H-L-A-N-D C-R-A-F-T I spell it cause yeah it's, you gotta. it's different yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah anywhere on social media you can find me under there and uh, I have some like old YouTube videos y'all can check out I'm yeah. just <laughs> y'all can see the real start no but <laughs> I would love for everybody to go check out my stuff and and tell me tell me their stories too. Yeah, I love knowing how not just my songs, but any song in general has impacted somebody. You know, maybe yeah. so that way maybe I can pull from that and write even more songs for everybody. You know, yeah. And I want to write stuff that matters. You know, I want to. I feel like every song I want to make count. That's why I really I have my little group of writers, and they know I don't like fluff. Yeah, they know I love. I mean, Good Old Girls is probably the most. You know fun yeah. laid back song that I have but but yeah I just I love writing songs for the people yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it shows it's thank cool thank you thank yeah. you so much it's cool to see cause again like you said like you don't see it rise that quick sometimes so it's neat to see it happen yeah from coming from me I'm telling you it's it's been like I said amazing yeah. and I wouldn't have had it any other way yeah 
Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to hear more. Hopefully, we'll get another one of these done. Oh, you just let me know. Once we get that project out. Yes. I'm telling you, the music is coming, and I'm so pumped. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we have a radio show coming. You'll be able to hear Ashlyn on my radio show. Oh, yeah. Raise Rowdy Radio coming to you soon. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. And Ashlyn, I appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah. And this is Nikki T. And we'll see you in the front row. Smokes to burn all the good old days. You don't have to explain it. It's just the way you are. That country's in your blood now, ain't it? Like a tattoo on your heart. Well, there's a hell yeah inside of you. You let out on a Friday night. And some people might call it. Right. It's called Raised Rowdy.